Hello, and welcome to Cast. It's a birdsong kind of day, apparently. It's quite windy, but it's the good kind of wind, the wind that makes you feel cozy and comfortable and nice. Because it's June and it's not freezing cold. Saying that though, I am in Scotland and I'm here for a couple of weeks and I just looked at the weather for down in England. The difference is ridiculous. Up here it's like 18, 19 degrees next week. But in the UK, in England next week, it's like 30 degrees. It's going to get up to like 30 degrees, I think, which is absolutely monumentally different. I don't, what's going on? I mean, I'm kind of happy um, I'm not going to be in 30 degree weather while it's happening because I am in a jet black van and um, as much as insulation does its job there's only so hard it can work you know I'm not paying it a lot Um, it's only going to do the minimum required I think it's not you know there's a union and the insulation union that sounded better in my head but it wasn't that bad Insulation. Cool. There's the first joke of the day. Starting off strong. Starting off real strong. I'm happy with that. Cool. So here's a story. So I... Um, oh, I hope you're well. First of all. I hope you're doing really well. Um, I'm better now. I have my sense of taste back. I never really lost it. But um, I did... Uh, it did change a lot. Everything tasted... Is that a plane or is that a wind? Who knows? Oh, it's a plane. Hello. I swear to God, wherever I record these, I'm always under a flight path. Always. I don't know what's happening. I don't know how I do it. It's the past life flying thing. I'm always near a plane. I'm try- Why do I look for an answer to everything? Here's a life tip. Don't look for an answer in everything. It's exhausting. It's really exhausting. Just... <laughs> uh, it's, th- it's like a really bad habit. That can, that's led to some good places. But a lot of the time, it's just pointless. Anyway, so, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, had COVID, everything tasted bitter, uh, got my life back, got my life back, got my taste back and my sense of smell back. The first thing that came back was sweet things. I had a chocolate muffin thoroughly enjoyed it it was one of those it was one of the Greg's chocolate muffins that have like a melt in the middle thing very good very good um and then everything else came back I could have juice and uh, weirdly the last thing to come back was coffee the last thing to come back was coffee um but 
now it's back. Now it's back. I lasted off caffeine for like a week and a half. And then, well, you know what? Now I know I can do it. But for now, give me that sweet, sweet coffee. Sweet, sweet coffee. And I will be happy. So a frog jumped on my head. Um... So I've been up here working for a while. Uh, I do work on film sets sometimes, like on the uh, the production side of things, because I like, I really like film sets and film and the whole, like that industry. And I also really love um, doing things with my hands. Like I was never that good at it growing up, but it it's a really good thing for my mind. So it's good. So I work on film sets sometimes. And I'm up in Scotland on location, um, putting stuff together. And I was in a stream and I was messing about helping build sets and stuff. And suddenly I just hear this. I've never heard this sound by my ear before. And it was very strange. I just heard by my ear. And I freaked out because I have never heard a bug like this before. So I thought it was like a fly and then I thought it was a bee. And then um, I just wasn't sure or like a beetle or something. I thought its wings made that sound. Um, but I sort of went and like shook my head. <laughs> and this frog just jumped off my head and made the sound, made a little as it jumped off my head, <laughs> landed on the grass. Um, I was in a small state of shock because I just, I didn't expect that to happen ever, ever. I couldn't really compute it in my mind, but he seemed okay. I think he seemed, I think he was a, they, I think they were a little confused about the whole thing. As I was, I think we were both equally confused that that happened. Um, and but then they just hopped, they hopped off. We we gave each other a little like nod, little frog nod. Um, and yeah, he just went on his way, and I carried on doing my work. Hell of an experience. Um, don't know if I'd recommend it, but. These things happen. Life's for living, right? There were also a lot of ducks there. So many ducks. And <laughs> you know those memes um, where it's like there's like um, like a golden retriever or something like hiding in amongst a load of sheep, or like um, like a cat hidden amongst a load of teddies, or like like a black and white horse hidden among some zebras. I don't know. You know what I mean? And it always says something like day 325. They still haven't noticed. I'm not one of them. And um, there was this, a load of ducks. And then there was just this pheasant in the middle of them. I can't get away from these pheasants. And instead of deciding to be chill and inconspicuous and um, disguise itself, no, it just started making pheasant sounds. Like it wanted to overthrow all of these ducks and just be the leader. I don't know if it worked. I might get back there and there. 
all these ducks are bowing to this one pheasant. Um, but we'll see. I don't know how the animal kingdom works in the, the bird side of things. Or maybe I do. Maybe it's intrinsic in me because I was a bird in a past life. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that before, but I was definitely a bird in a past life. Hmm. Perhaps it's time for the pheasant dynasty. Who knows? Time will tell. Anyway, also got a free coffee and an apple this week. That was nice. I like it when stuff like that happens. Um, I was sitting in a cafe waiting for breakfast and someone ordered a coffee, a latte, which is my favy. And they said, and whoever it was that ordered it didn't pick it up. And then they said, uh, does anyone want this coffee? And I sort of looked around, did the British, like, oh, do, do, do you want it? Do, would you like it? No, uh, would, you, would you like it? No, I, I, and then I claimed the coffee as my own. And it was very nice. It was a very nice latte. Uh, and then in Tesco, Maybe I shouldn't admit this, but nah, it's fine. Um, there was an apple and it wasn't scanning. The scale wasn't working on the self-checkout thing. And um, I was also buying a packet of crisps at the time. And uh, the, uh, the lovely lady that was working there saw my crisps as scanned, tried to scan the apple, didn't work. Just one singular apple, one Brayburn apple. And... Uh, the scale wasn't working. I don't think... She definitely wasn't... Her level of care, her careometer for this uh, apple was not high enough um, that day, nor necessarily should it have been. So she sort of, she scanned the crisps again and just went, right, that's you. And I was like, yeah, sure. She was like, hey. That's you. Have a good day. I was like, sweet, see you later. Because an apple's what, like 25p? I'm sure Tesco will be fine. Can you imagine if someone found this podcast and I get done for a 25p apple? Stranger things have happened. Stranger things. Such a good series. I watched The Boys as well. Um, the new season of The Boys. Not a relaxing watch. Not a relaxing watch at all. So if, you, um, if you're in the mood for intensity, go for it. But if not, maybe a nice... I don't know why Peppa Pig was the first thing that came into my head. That was very strange. Sure, Peppa Pig. Watch Peppa Pig. Treat yourself. Oh, and the leak is back. The, right, there's a leak in my fan, and I thought I was sure I'd fixed it. It had been cracking it down recently, and not a droplet had made its way through the van onto the floor. But the one in the back was leaking when it was raining really heavily. But now, the other day, it like it rained really hard while I was working, and... The fan was leaking from now a different point, and the one in the back didn't. I don't know what's going on anymore. Bah! I think I'm cursed. I really think I'm cursed. Um, 
you know, oh, there's worse curses in the world, I guess, but still it's rather frustrating. It's rather frustrating. And you know what? This leads very well onto the first word. And the first word of the day is soak. Yeah, see how that leads on? Um, I'm just glad it's not over my head. Um, because if that was dripping on my head, that wouldn't be a good time. Well, the one in the back kind of does, but I don't know. I move around. Anyway, that's enough of my sleeping habits. By the way, if you're just listening to me ramble on and you'd, you've never been here before, firstly, hello. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. And secondly, how it works is I use a random word generator to generate five random words and then just talk about them. Strangely, um, the random word generator I have been using has ceased to work for some reason, and I don't know why, but I found a new one. And I think it's kind of giving me better words. I don't know. I like the vibe of it a bit more. So I'm just going to go with it. So soak is the first word. So as I said, I've been working on this location. Um, building stuff, moving stuff, all this kind of thing. And Scotland is notorious for its rain. And it's uh, it's it's uh, rather bipolar weather. And I've, all, I've had this belief recently. Not this belief, just this kind of mindset. Um, over the past couple of years, but when it when it comes to when when I come to Scotland, it sort of cements it because it's so obvious. Like it's it's really apparent that this is what it is. So Scotland will go from sunny, blistering sunshine to extreme heavy showers in a matter of ten minutes, and and, and then it will go back again. 15 minutes later or alternatively you travel five miles down the road and it's a completely different climate all of that makes it feel like weather's just weather getting soaked is not the most fun thing in the world at times but if you are just going to get wet anyway if you have no choice in the matter then I think the door is open for the potential for a lot of fun. If you are just going to get wet, if you are just going to get wet and you're, you, you just, you have no choice in the matter, there's nowhere to go, it's going to, it's raining cats and dogs and you're just going to get absolutely soaked. The best thing, the best thing to do is embrace it because it's not bad it's just rain it is just rain that's it and same with the sun the sun's not good or bad it just is they both have their pros and they both have their cons but they're both necessary so i think if you're just going to get absolutely soaked embracing it and just having fun in it is the most fun is like it's the best thing you can do that way it doesn't ruin your day you still get wet you're gonna dry it's fine and i did exactly that on um, on one of the days i was working it just absolutely caned it down out of nowhere 
And I thought, right, well, I still have to work. There's nothing I can do. So I just sort of stood there for a while and embraced it. And it was really nice. Got very soggy. I got very soggy. But I dried. And, uh, and it was by a lake as well. So me and the ducks and uh, the one pheasant. Just, just chilling, man. Just chilling. Some more of the story. Weather is weather. Oh, the weather outside is weather. Oh my God, that makes so much more sense now. It's Paul Rudd in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, by the way. But yeah, oh, the weather outside is weather. It is. It's just weather. Wow. Paul Rudd, man. Genius. The next word is glitter. Glitter. Again, something that can be very fun, very pretty, and also the most annoying thing in the world because you will always find it if you are near it for the next however many months. Even if you just opened a card with it in and a bit of glitter falls out, or even if it's on the front of the card, it will just, you will never stop finding it because, ugh. And I don't, I don't know why they make glitter a thing. I don't know why they make glitter a thing when that is what it does. It haunts you. I saw, I don't know if you've seen it, there's um, this guy on YouTube who he kept getting his Amazon packages stolen. So he decided to, like from outside, from his like front porch, so he decided to get revenge on these um, Amazon package thieves. And he built this like glitter bomb apparatus. So when they opened the box and got it out, a sensor on it would um, realize that someone's there and someone's trying to mess with it and tamper with it. And then this thing would spin really quickly and just fire out glitter everywhere, all over the thief, all over the room that they were in. And he attached like four phones to it that were like synced to where he was that were filming the whole thing. Very clever, very, that, that's good revenge. That's very good revenge. And I think there was like a stink bomb. I think he uses stink bombs on them as well. Um, so like the glitter will spin out, go and cover them in glitter and then it'll just go and I don't know if you've ever smelled a stink bomb but they reek oh my god they are Jesus they because I was a teenage boy once and I pranked people uh, with stink bombs and also got pranked with stink bombs they are they're, they're toxic more toxic than some of my relationships Comedy with Cavan. It was kind of fun using it as a kid to make stuff though. How, like what's it actually, what's it made of? What is glitter? Because I think in my mind, they just mine glitter. But that's obviously not the case. What is glitter made of? Most glitter is made out of a combination of aluminium and polyethylene terephthalate. 
terephthalate, PET. Oh, that's what PET is. Also, some craft glitters are made from metal and glass. Okay, don't be blowing that in people's faces. Modern glitter was invented in 1934 in New Jersey, New Jersey by an American cattle rancher. Hmm, an American cattle rancher. The last profession I thought would invent glitter. Um, named Henry Rushman. Rushman. Sit, wait. Glitter has been around since prehistoric times. Pardon me. Since prehistoric times, glitter has been made from many different materials, including stones such as malachite and misha, as well as insects. Okay, Timon and Pumba. And glass. Modern glitter is usually manufactured from the combination of al Yeah, we know this. That's mental. Since prehistoric times. Glittering surfaces have been made... Oh, okay, glittering surfaces. That's just making stuff shiny. That's not glitter. Glittering surfaces have been found to be used since prehistoric times in arts and cosmetics. The modern English word glitter comes from the Middle English word glitteren, possibly by way of the Old Norse word glitra. However, as early as 30,000 years ago, Misha flakes were used to give cave paintings a glittering appearance. You see all these mammoths and like people dying you've scribbled into the wall. They need more pizzazz. More pizzazz. Maybe use some insects to make them just pop a little bit, you know? Um, from 40,000 BC to 200 BC, ancient Egyptians produced glitter-like substances from crushed beetles. Amazing. Wow. So anything you can crush up and make shiny is glitter. Apparently, there we go. The next word is carrot, or as I like to call it, the biggest placebo effect in the world. I don't know how many lies you were told when I was a child, when I was a child, when you were a child, um, but if you were ever told that carrots help you see in the dark and you can currently see no better in the dark than your average Joe, you've been lied to just like me. Some of these old wives' tales deserve a special place in hell. All I wanted when I was a child was to be able to see in the dark because I thought it was a possibility. To be able to eat a food that makes you see in the dark. Nothing would have made me happier. And I think I believed in it so much that I thought I could see better in the dark. Hence the placebo. And I think I was just lying to myself. But then again, maybe I was just gullible. Because, you know, someone also told me that if you uh, shine a light in one eye, then you, in the dark, then you can see night vision out the other one. And you kind of can. But don't shine light in your eyes. Actually, I Okay. Wind picking up. That's the that's nature agreeing with me that you shouldn't shine light in your eyes. Um, one thing I did hear about recently, uh, but I haven't tried out yet, is that in low light, um, if you use your peripheral vision to try and find something, 
or see something, it works a lot better. I don't know why, I don't know the science behind it. When I've tried it, I'll come back and let you know with the science, but not for now. Now I'm talking about how much of a lie seeing in the dark with carrots is. Actually, you know what? Let's move on from the negativity. Let's move on. Let's just have some carrot facts. I haven't really had any facts today, so I think it's fact time. Here are some carrot facts for you. Carrots were first grown as medicine for an assortment of ailments. Oh, I wonder what they healed. Blindness? I think not. Carrots can be traced back about 5,000 years since many mistook the vegetable for parsnips. It is unclear when they first appeared. I don't like parsnips. I've never, I think I went through like one stage of like a few months where I liked them, but no, don't like them. Maybe I will in the future. I did that with tomatoes. Tomatoes used to make me feel ill and now, oh, love them. Only the little ones though, not the big ones. Big ones can go in the bin. The orange vegetable can also be white, yellow, red, and purple. That was my um, Bob Ross impersonation there. Mel Blanc, the voice of cartoon character Bugs Bunny, did not like carrots. Huh, the irony. Carrots are put into two categories, domestic and wild. Huh, like cats. Well, you can't spell carrots without cats. Oh my god, they're lying in here as well. The vegetable is great for eyesight and your skin. It also boosts the immune system. I will not take this. Untruth. Untruth? Intruth? Distruth? Untruth. So we're gonna move on to... Beast. There is a beast in the castle. I was thinking about Beauty and the Beast recently because I was, well, it was when I had COVID and it made me think back to when I had swine flu because I was one of the first people to have swine flu. Weird flex, but you know. Um, and I was quarantined and um, I remember watching for the first time Bell's Enchanted Christmas, Bell's Magical Christmas. I can't remember what it was called, but it was basically, you know, that scene. Um, in Beauty and the Beast, where they sing that song. The one that's like, she glanced this way, I thought I saw, and when we touched, she didn't shudder at my paw. That one. Um, they, they made like a whole like movie around that like Christmas time type thing when everything's kind of getting like nice and they're, they're sort of starting to have a connection and work. We won't go into the ins and outs of why Beauty and the Beast is a bit dodgy, but on the surface, that was when everything started to be nice. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a, a toxic basis for a, a relationship. But, you know, at least all the staff got their, their human forms back. It was a bit tight on them, really, that the, the old witch cursed everybody in that castle. They were just working there like... My dude's probably on like minimum wage and gets turned into a candlestick for doing nothing just because his boss is a bit of a knob. They needed a union, honestly. That's what the, that's terrible. Really terrible. The Beauty and the Beast, there's a Beauty and the Beast musical, right? That has like a load of new songs in it that are really good. I've never actually seen the um, 
the show on stage, but I know the soundtrack really well. Gaston gets a whole song, not the one that's like, when I was a lad, I ate four dozen eggs every morning to help me get large. Not that one. Um, no, he sings a whole song. It's when he, you know, shoves his way into Belle's house to be like, we should get married, Belle. Um, he sings like a whole song, but the song's called Me. And it's, it's just about like how amazing he is. He thinks he is. And like why Belle should marry him or why she's going to marry him. Like, of course you're going to marry me. Look at me. I'm amazing. And the whole song is like that. And it's incredible. Go listen to it. It's a very good one. I've always liked the phrase, um, belly of the beast as well. I like that one in the belly of the beast. I prefer it to in the eye of the storm. Oh no, in the eye of the storm is like a calm thing, isn't it? It's like a moment of calm, but in the belly of the beast, it's like you're in like the worst part of it and like you can't get out. And um, I don't know, it resonates with me, that one. Because um, there's seemingly no way out of this situation. But if you've watched any film ever, It's strange that I start talking about the belly of the beast and my belly starts rumbling. <laughs> Which I found out the uh, technical name for is Borborygmus. And the reason I found this out is because on my Patreon, I have some wonderful people over there subscribed to me on Patreon, which you can be one of if you would like. Um, they suggest words for bonus episodes, and one of them suggested was Borborygmus, and Borborygmus is the technical name for belly rumbling. So I guess I'm in sync today for some reason that I can um, talk about the belly of the beast and have my belly rumble. We're in alignment, my belly and I. It's gonna be the name of a book that I write. My belly and, my belly and me. The last word is slope. <laughs> slope. Slope. Oh, that wasn't great, that one. There we go. Much better. Um, and the first thing that comes to mind when I think of slope is skiing. Well, not snowboarding, really, because I like to snowboard. Just because I was a skateboarder, so naturally. I didn't want to do the whole pizza, french fries, pizza, french fries thing. Um, just like boarding. Get me on those slopes, bro. I'm going to shred some gnar. So I first went when I was 14 um, to Italy to go snowboarding. And um, it was a school trip, which was like unheard of for, for my school to do something like that. And... Um, yeah, I played like SSX Tricky and 108 snowboarding a lot when I was a kid. So I was like, please, can I go? And um, yeah, managed to make it work so that I could go. Very grateful for that. And um, I, we went there and we were staying in this uh, ski resort. I was in a room with my mate and there was another school above us. This isn't really about snowboarding. This is a totally different story to end this with. Um, this is where I should have learned my lesson to not get manipulated. And uh, I didn't, but it was the beginning of it. So we were on uh, like the first floor 
And then there was another school from up north on the, the second floor. And there were, like, sort of, if you were to stand on the balcony of our room and you were to look up and to the right, sort of at, like, two o'clock, the building was in kind of an L. Um, so you look up and right, and that was the, like, the other, um, the bottom of the L, if you're looking from the top of the L. Do you know what? doesn't matter. Above us, there was... Um, there was a room that had two very, very pretty girls in there. And, um, you know, being like 14 and starting to become interested in that kind of thing, um, we sort of made friends with them. Or so we thought, until I realized they were just using us. So, towards the end of the week, um, this was after my friend, my, my roommate friend had nearly broken his neck by attempting to do like a 20 foot jump that he'd never done before. He'd never been snowboarding before, but he was, um, bit of a, a bit of a madman and, uh, just, just went for it anyway. Can't fault the cojones on the guy, but, um, yeah, no, he was absolutely fine. Oh no, I think he had a concussion. Yeah, that's right. You had a concussion. <laughs> so anyway, um, towards the end of the week, um, we were stood outside on the balcony and suddenly these two girls popped their heads out um, and they shouted down, can you catch this? And they threw this Coke bottle filled with a clear liquid. It wasn't water. These uh, two 14 and 15 year old girls had uh, got some vodka. They got a bottle of vodka from, from somewhere. And I was like, wow, so badass. And they were like, quick catch. So I caught it. And they were like, can you hide it? My immediate answer should have been no. But I was duped. I was bedazzled by their beauty <laughs> and I was like yeah I'll hide it for you I'll hide your vodka from your teachers in your school so anyway I did not thinking it would get back to me 10 minutes later knock on the door I don't know how they knew no idea how they knew it would me it, it would me it would me oh my god it would me um that it was me, but it would, <laughs> I reckon they grasped us up. There was no love there. But anyway, it was my, um, uh, one of my teachers knocked on the door who looked weirdly like Asterix from Asterisk, Asterisk, and Asterix, Asterisk, Asterisk, oh my God, words, Asterisk and Oblique. Asterisk and Obelisk. Right, looked weirdly like asterisks, aster, oh my god, asterisk and obelisk, try saying that five times fast, looked weirdly like asterisk, and he just sort of looked at me, and I went, what, and he said, are there any bottles in here that shouldn't be, and I went, no, and 
while they were looking around my room. I was pretty slick at this. While they were looking around my room with my housemate, no, not my housemate, with my roommate in there, still like pretty concussed, just lying on his bed. While they were looking around the room, I managed to get into the bathroom and pour away the vodka. So I didn't, technically didn't get caught, but they kind of knew it was me. And then the girls had the nerve to get angry at me for pouring their vodka away. I couldn't believe it. We were supposed to be in love. I... <laughs> in my 14-year-old brain, we were in love and we were going to get married. When really, they just wanted to use me as a, as a safe house for their contraband. It's no wonder why I have trust issues. This is the thing, it didn't stop me getting manipulated later on in life, but it did, like, it was a heavy attributor to my trust issues. And so that, the moral of that story is um, just don't get manipulated. Don't do stuff for people that you don't really know. Don't put yourself in, in danger or harm's way for people who really don't care about you. Look out for yourself, take care of yourself, be kind to yourself, and be good to yourself. And I'm going to leave it there for today. All of those things, take them in. You are worthy of respect and love. Okay? Good. So with that, I will bid you goodbye. Come follow me on the socials if you want more content. They're all at Cavan Kingston, including Patreon, where, like I said earlier, you can get bonus episodes and bonus content for a very good price. Now, I think I'm going to a market today, which will be fun. So I'll let you know how that is. Cool. All right. The weather outside is weather, and I will speak to you soon. Okay. Bye.